I'm Maria, and we're here with Lindsay Hello. and Lily. This Lily. Welcome. Oh, yeah. So, Roomies Review the Movie. Lindsay and I were college roommates. Lindsay majored in film, and I reviewed film for like 20 years. So, what we would usually do is go over a film we missed in the past, but as we're going through the whole strike with SAG and WAG and whoever else is striking, we want to be on the, support, on the side of the workers here because um, studios make billions of dollars and not sharing like it should be. So we are concentrating on movies that fit within that. So there's A24, which is agreed to all the SAG actress demands, and then also independent films who would not be subject to all those, to all that. So... It was my choice to pick for Lindsay's film that she's never seen before. And she let me know that Lily wanted to watch a horror movie next time we got together. So I had to pick Midsummer. Uh, Midsummer is a 2019 horror film by Ari Aster. Uh, you may have known his previous work. I think it was like, there's something about the Washingtons or the Johnsons, um, which was like a little uh, internet uh, film. And then also Hereditary. Wait, wait, um, I'm sorry. Time out. That's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> He the one that's behind there's something about the Johnsons? Yeah. Oh shit. All right. That's him. It, it makes so much sense now. Right. That he made these other two movies. Right. His, the theme of family like carries through every single thing he does. The, yes. the theme of incest is, is there too. Like something's <laughs> well, wrong with this man. He needs prayer. <laughs> he likes he likes, you know, discovering like talking about family, like you know, so it's that's family what, and then it's and it's cult, like the, well, all kinds of families, right? So blood families and found families, right? And incest. Um, he's heavy on yeah. the incest. Now I haven't seen his latest movie. There's something about Bo, so I don't, I can't really talk about what his themes are there. Have you seen that, Lily? I have not seen that. Okay. I know my friend Bill saw it and he was really into it, but he also really loves this movie too. So uh, Midsummer, anyway, again, 2019 film. We have Florence Pugh as the lead. And we also have Jack Rayner, William Jackson Harper, which you might know as Cheaty from um, The Good Place show, um, which is a really, really good show. It's really, really good. Um, Wilhelm Bl Blomgren, Elora, Tricia, Archie Men Mendicle, and Will Poulter, who plays, they're really just... The, uh, their friend Mike, who I just cannot stand. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a co-production between the United States and Sweden. They actually did film in Sweden, mm -hmm. uh, which is cool. Um, there are lots of things in this movie that you won't get on the first watch. It definitely, I think, improves on the second watch because you see many more of the hints, foreshadowing. You see many more of the themes, like how they kind of rhyme or repeat in the movie how things are going to be headed and stuff. Like, for instance, um, early on in the movie, uh, you know, after Danny has lost her family, she's talking to Christian on a couch, and there's this big painting behind them, or maybe when she was in bed, there's this big painting of a bear and a girl with a crown kissing the bear. And so that kind of plays into what happens later. Yeah, I didn't so, catch that. Yeah, exactly. So these would be things you would like maybe see later or if you like look at like things you missed videos on YouTube or what happened in the movie or explain the ending, those things will come up. So uh, things like that are in there, which I, I just love little things like that. Yeah, right. But uh, 
So we start off with Danny, who has a sister who is bipolar and is dealing with a particularly dark time in her life. And they've been emailing each other. And her sister sends her this really kind of cryptic email, you know, like, "Ah, it's really dark now. Mom and dad are coming with me. Goodbye. And so Danny, of course, is worried, uh, you know, and she calls her boyfriend up about it. And he doesn't seem really responsive too much. Right. He seems kind of disconnected from her. Uh, and later, we we see we actually see that uh, her sister had hooked up the car so that the exhaust would come into the house, into the parents' bedroom, and to her bedroom. Like she had it all taped up and everything on her face, to, like ensure they all die. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they all died in her sleep. Dane lost her entire family in one night, which I cannot. I can only imagine how traumatic that must be. I can't even imagine. Like. Pick me up off the floor, because that's where I'm going to be for the next couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, Next, probably years. Like, honestly, I can't. I was about to say, a couple of weeks, man. Do you really love us, Lizzie? God damn. (laughs) She said give it three to five business days. Right. Now I'll be back at it. Got to go to work, right? (laughs) Yeah, I think she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Whole family dead. I can make another one. Let's go. (laughs) So she, um, you know, she's going going through it, and Christian is half-heartedly there for her. You know, he's kind of feeling like he's really only there at an obligation in history, uh, not because he actually wants to be there with her. Mm-hmm. And, like, we even see him talking to his friends. They're like, why don't you just break up with her? You wanted to be out of this relationship for, like, a year. Just let it go, you know. But that's, of course, before he gets the news about her family died. Now he feels like he can't break up with her. Yeah. Um, and I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're right. going to be the boyfriend who broke up with the girl after she lost her entire family? Right. Like, that's terrible. So, I'm going to just go ahead and bite that bullet because he, was, he, was, he wasn't he was there. Excuse me. He wasn't there anyway. So He really wasn't. Uh, and it probably would have been the healthier thing. But, like, after you get that news, you kind of, I can I can understand, like, being like, oh, maybe I I just can't do this right to, to her right now. Yeah, not right now. Yeah, he, I, would I, have, no. yeah, he would have to do something to make her be like, all right, I'm out. That's that's right. how I would play it. I'm like, I'm not breaking up yeah. with this dude. Make like, them mad at you. Yeah, he would have to be mad at me. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm gonna play it like Lindsay. Uh, with with uh, when we all die, I'm gonna give it a couple weeks, and then I'm gonna be like, hey, <laughs> this right here. I mean, I get it. I'm gonna always be there for you, but I gotta move on for real. Yeah, yeah. And um, let's see. So, oh, she goes to. I mean. <laughs> I really, I hate Christian so much. Christian and Mike, like, oh boy, cannot stand these two. Um, So like, yeah, she's in the depths of her grief and he's like, hey, I'm going to leave to go to a party for 45 minutes. Shut up. Right. Right. You know. And then of course he's surprised when she wants to go with them. But of course, because why would she want to be there all alone in her grief? What are you doing? Like, of course. You know. It's a dick. Like, I mean, let, let's just let's just put it out there. His his boyfriend type. When they was writing this, they said, "Hey, I want you to pull out everything that you know that is just destructive about a white man, from being an <laughs> asshole to not being there to I don't know what I'm saying to uh um appropriate to try to make uh to try to play the victim. I want you to pull all that in, and then on top of that, I want you to be a complete 
micro penis. This is this. I want you to. I want you to do that. This is this is what I want you to play. Are you ready for this role? Ready. Right <laughs> Sign on the dotted line right here. We can get started. Today. Right. Oh my god. So at the party, they're all talking about this trip they're gonna take uh, to Sweden, and this is like this is Danny's first time hearing about this trip. And uh, William Jackson Harper, who plays Joss, is an anthropologist. They're, I think they're all, except for Danny, they're all working in anthropology. Mm-hmm. They're all graduate students. Danny is doing psychology. And, um, you know, William, not William, Josh wants to, like, write his thesis about this Harger Midsummer Festival, right? So that's why he's going, and they all decide to go as well, because uh, Pele, uh, played by Willem, or Willem, um, is from there. So they're like, oh, yeah, let's, let's do this thing. And they've been talking about it. Apparently, he already has his ticket, but he tells Danny, oh, I just decided to go today. Right. Like, you don't just decide to go to Sweden. Like, that's something that's kind of planned out. Right. She's like, you already have your ticket, so how did you just decide to go? Why lie? Like, I don't understand. She really just wanted to have a conversation about the trip. She really just didn't want to talk about it. She wasn't mad. She was just shocked that you didn't tell her. Right. And he turned it around on her to make her... You're like, oh no, 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 I'm so sorry, I'm not attacking you. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played it. He played it real good. For no reason. She right. was not there. Right. Just to be for what? Yeah. So um, you know, and she goes over and talks with them, and he's like, Oh, by the way, y'all all know about it. Actually, y- y'all invited her. Like, like studying up this whole thing. <laughs> he's such a freaking coward. Mm-hmm. And uh but Pele is like really excited for her to go. He's actually engaging with her. He's trying to connect with her in an empathetic level. You know, I lo- he's talking about how he lost his family, you know, when he was a kid. So he, you know, they can kind of bond on that level. And, mm-hmm. you know, he tells her more about his home life or whatever. And, um, you know, when he starts talking about like family and stuff, she gets choked up and like goes to the bathroom. And I love this shot because she goes to the bathroom in the apartment and then we see it's actually the bathroom on the plane. There was another shot that I really liked as well. When she walked into the apartment and they were, it was this one shot of them sitting on the couch and in the chair. They had that mirror Mm -hmm. right there. So it was showing um, Christian and Dana and them Mm -hmm. talking. And it was just that one shot. I was like, that's a really cool shot. I love it. Mm -hmm. I do love mirror shots where they use the mirrors so you can see the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, They use like one cut through that whole ordeal. So I like, I really like that. So they get to, they get to, and like Mike this whole time is just like, I don't know. He's very like a family guy, dude. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like he's like, can we go to some sex clubs in Stockholm before we get, no, <laughs> Mike, no, we're not doing sex tourism. He's yeah. trying to enjoy his, he, man, he's young. He's living his best life. Um, You know, he's not writing his thesis over this. So right, this going. is not something he got stock in. So he just he's wanna he wanna make sure, you know, hey, that we're gonna actually have some extra for it. Like mm-hmm. I get, you know, you're going here for research and then right. you know, because white people talk to each other, they ain't gonna say that in the movie, but he knew right. that he was gonna steal his uh, as soon as shit was getting fired, he was gonna he was gonna take that from him. Um, but uh he's just trying to live his best life. I mean, that, yeah, he's just really just distasteful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I but I get it, right? Yeah, he's yeah. just going to have a vacation, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um but like, dude, come on. 
and like he also has no regard for Danny at all. No, or really, no. What are you as though said? What are you expecting to be like? I mean, just just like show a little sympathy and empathy, but that's like a whole problem with like a lot of this group, right? Yeah. So yeah, I guess when they was writing it, they told him, "Hey, yeah, I want you're going to be the typical college frat American student." Exactly. Yeah, you don't care about nobody but you. It is about you. If it ain't about you, fuck that. Fuck everybody around you. It has to surround you. Yeah. So yeah. and yeah. he was the main one that was talking to Christian about um um breaking up with Danny too. Mm-hmm. So he really don't give a damn. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he really he probably wanted somebody to be his road dog, you know? Mm-hmm. Want a wingman. Yeah, exactly. So they get to uh they get to the commune and their first stop is like I guess meeting everybody who's coming in from outside. And everybody's doing shrooms, right? And again, uh, Danny's like, I'm not really ready. I, I just got here. Like, give me a few minutes, you know? Right. Let me, you know, get uh, situated. And, but everybody else is ready to go. And Mike, especially, is like, ah, you know? Right. And at least, it's like, okay, well, you know, I'll wait with you. But Mike is like, don't. Mike is like, doesn't want them to wait. And he won't wait for them, basically. I and so he's like, no way. Her, I'll just I'll just do it now, basically. Just forget it. Yeah. yeah. There's no girl, way at all. Lots, I would be taking uh, shrooms from some random people in a field. Like, no. Well, no, this is this is Pele's brother. I don't care. He's random to me. Or whatever. He's random to me. I don't know these fools. And we just met up with them in a field. Know, How did I you know. know they was gonna be in this field? Right here. With the well, he knew where to go, you know, because they have this festival every year. I know, but right. it's so freaking weird. I was like, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, don't get candy from strangers and all that, right? Yeah. No, um, I'm not doing it. So they are all tripping on shrooms, and um, <laughs> Mike is freaking out and trying to tell everybody what to do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was the in the beginning. That was the best part to me because that, that that showed everything that he was. Everything has to be about him. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, it shouldn't be. I don't like this. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be daytime. Y'all all need to lay down. Like, right. <laughs> no strange people. Said, like, why did you come? Right. <laughs> I'm high. This got to be about me right now. Right. He's very. He's very paranoid. And um, everybody else is really just kind of chilling until somebody once again mentions family. And Danny is triggered. Like, she freaks out, you know, of course. And, like, because, like, I can't imagine trying to deal with that amount of grief just, like, constantly on your back. And, like, yeah, at the mention of family, I would be like, whoo. So she's trying not to freak out. She's trying not to break down, you know, in front of everybody on this trip or whatever. And everybody's tripping. She runs across this crowd. And they seem to be laughing at her. And then Pele comes. There's a Pele or his friend, I can't remember. It's like, they're not laughing at you. They're just laughing because everybody's high, basically. <laughs> and so she runs into what looks like a bathroom and, like, lights a match because there's no light in there. And she sees her sister behind her yeah. in the mirror. And she freaks out and runs, just runs, which can't blame you. Right. I would, too. Yeah. But they eventually find her later asleep, you know, and everything. And they're all, like, confused about the time because, you know, in Sweden, during certain parts of the year, the sun never sets, depending on where you are. Mm. So you get that midnight sun. And uh, it actually happens to be her birthday. Pele remembers. Christian does not. 
Pompeo. Yeah. And they've been like, they asked, like they ran into another couple who came in from London with mm-hmm. uh, Pele's friend and they're, they're together. And they asked, you know, Danny, like, Oh, how long have you been together? You know, just getting to know each other. And uh, Christian's like, Oh, three and a half years. And uh, Danny's like, actually four, four in two weeks. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, so you gave up three and a half years. Yeah. in?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I, for him, yeah, but I will say that is common. We don't remember stuff. No, like yeah, that. that's common for sure. But yeah. I mean, for anybody in a relationship, especially if you've been together for a while, it's like, oh, how long have we been together? You know. Yeah. Um, but for his character, it's very much like that's when he gave up. That's when he completely gave up. Yeah, he yeah. was done three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think six months. <laughs> six months and two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, six months, two weeks ago. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm saying he was done three and a half because in his mind, that's what it was. It was three and a half years I've been miserable. Mm. Oh, maybe. Gotcha. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's tough. Three and a half years. Yeah. Miserable. So, you know, they get to the commune and they're, you know, meeting everybody and all that kind of stuff. And they talk about how, um, you know, how they live and everything, how every 18 years is a different point in your life. You know, the first 18 years, you're a child. The second, you're you're on your, your what they say, pilgrimage. So you're just okay. basically kind of like traveling and everything, mm-hmm. uh, seeing the world. And then you come back when you're like 36 and then you're working for the community. And um, after like, what was it, 55 or something, you're a mentor to the community. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and that's like 55 to 72. 72. Right. And so Danny's like, well, what happens in 72? And Pele goes like this, like draws the hand across his throat, like you cut off your head kind of motion. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, ah, ha, 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 whatever. So, <laughs> and he's telling them about the, like, um, how they all stay in like different places. You see all the paintings that are all around the room and everything. And the paintings actually foreshadow things that are going to happen in the movie. Um, so there's one in particular where you see this, this love story where this girl sees this guy, she thinks about him, she hides like this these flowers in this rune under a pillow on the bed, and then like she cuts her pubes and puts in his food and takes her menstrual blood and puts in his drink, and then he's like hypnotized and then they're together, right? That's the story. Yeah. And then you also see like other images in the room where it's like a it looks like a man and woman. Uh, having sex and people are around them and then you also see like uh paintings of like a burning bear and things like that which come back as well so they're wondering about this ceremony about the next day nobody will tell them <laughs> Look, uh Pele is like i can't really describe it and um i guess uh i guess josh knows but he's not saying um so they go to the <clears throat> ceremony the next day and at first everybody's having their meal right and they're all just standing around. And they're like, how long do we stand around for? Like, until we feel it's right to sit. It's like, okay. What? <laughs> you know? And um, I don't know if you noticed, but every time they eat, the tables are in different runic shapes. Right? So these stand for different letters for different things. Um, I don't particularly know what they are in the movie. Um, but you see two older people come out, and they're leading the ceremony, I guess. So everybody follows what they're doing. And so the thing that I, especially on the second viewing that I really, really understood more than I did the first time was that when you see everybody kind of like doing, they do everything together, right? So it's all about communal experience. Mm -hmm. So when these two older people start eating, everybody else starts eating. 
right? Because they're all, they're doing this all together. And so this is very different from like where Danny's coming from, where she is all alone, right? All of her family is dead. Christian is not really there. Mm -hmm. They're not really her friends. so they're doing that and they get up and go to another place and eventually what they find out is you know after 72 people jump off a cliff (laughs) kill themselves and if they don't get to kill themselves well then they bring up a large mallet and they help you out right and so um, the woman jumps off she's successful the guy jumps off he's not and then everybody around them starts kind of screaming and yelling, right? And that's because they're expressing his pain. So they're going through that communal experience of expressing that pain with him so he's not feeling that pain by himself. Okay. So on this part, I saw it coming, mm-hmm. but I did not expect for them to show it. Yeah. <clears throat> now, when y'all saw it the first time, did y'all see that coming? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I thought it was actually going to be more gory. I thought they was just going to have this little crazy ceremony, like, in front of kids. And, like, they sit the newborns down, and then they just slice their throat in front of everybody. Like, blood pours out on the baby. I thought it was going to be some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's like, probably I, more hereditary. I, I, I it was going to fully go there. Yeah. That's probably more hereditary than this time. Right. <laughs> so uh yeah, it is it gets pretty graphic and it can be disturbing. I do appreciate when they they do smash the older dudes in face with the mallet. Mm-hmm. There's no noise. Mm. Yeah. All the noise drops out. So that makes it a little a little more easier to watch. Yeah. Yeah, but you know um, when they do do that with the sound, that does make things a little scarier. It can, yeah. it can. For me, it made it a little more easier to watch because mm-hmm. I didn't have to hear crunch and squelch, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, right. Sound like a watermelon. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. I'm good. Mm. You know, like, because like even I, I watched the captions all the time. And so when he jumped off, it said thud, but it was really like a juicy thud. And I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. you know. So, yeah, but I knew it was going to be some mess because when yeah. she jumped over she went head first when he mm-hmm. jumped he just jumped in like yeah, he, he jumping in some water you know yeah so i knew he wasn't gonna die yeah he didn't he didn't yeah. do it right yeah. so i just i just um uh, i wanted to see uh more of when he fell because like it should have been more than his legs just blown out like that like right that's just it should have been real <laughs> i, I would have liked it if it was like real graphic where he didn't feel like that so his body slams too, so he can crack shit open. So it's just like half of his spine just hanging over and in agony and pain. For me, nah. I'm just a queer guy. <laughs> that would that would have made me like, yeah, there we go. I'm not too much into like uh like gore, like a lot of like super bloody gore. That kind of makes me sick. I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like what was it? I saw the last like was it Scream Four that came out some years ago, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. It's too much blood for me. Like, unless it's like cartoony, like uh, Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then, I, then it's like, oh, I don't know. I, can, I don't know if I can do that. But this was okay. I could do this. Um, yeah, I'm, and- I'm, a, I'm a D movie horror guy. And like from, from like the early 80s. And yeah. I, and I know all of them, like that's how they start making, they, they start making gore films. And so right. I'm into gore. Yeah. Yeah. 
so um you know they i don't know why paley was like oh i can't explain the therapy to you right. <laughs> was like i feel like you could right so uh danny is right. freaking out well danny actually is silent during this whole thing she actually just watches and christian is like throwing up and then you had the two kids who were like from the uk watching and they're freaking out you know don't do this don't right. jump you know whatever we're leaving but yeah. i don't blame them. i would want to do I'll, trouble i probably would have done the same thing I yeah. know, honestly, both of y'all were going to die yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I grew up in the hood. One thing I do know is what you don't do is express how you feel in front of a gang. You don't stick <laughs> around. You just leave. Yeah, right. you know what I'm yeah, you don't tell them nothing. You just slowly but surely walk back, and if they ask you anything, say, I'm just going to lay down. And then you just try to figure out how to leave without them knowing. Yeah. You just got to leave. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, because later on, you know, it's like the, the guy, I think, what's his name? Simon? Simon and Connie, yeah. Mm -hmm. So Simon and Connie are from the UK, and uh, they're like, we're leaving. And uh, Connie's telling Danny about how they're going to leave, and she's packing up and everything. When one of the harder come in, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, one of our brothers took Simon to the airport, and, you know, they're going to be back to pick you up later. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's some bullshit. See? Yeah. Uh, I was no, like, bro. no, he's dead. He's, he's dead. That's yeah. what, I couldn't have been because if I would have heard that as Danny, I would have been like, "We got to go," mm -hmm. like period, like you know. And and for like how how it played out when people don't want to go, I'm not about to make no excuse to stay with y'all. I'd rather be in the woods fending for myself than have to deal with this. Yeah, yeah, because that was some foolishness. I was like, absolutely not. Yeah, like the car you know, only could sit two people. What? Uh, uh. We we lapping it up or car something. Car only fit two people. Please. Yeah, like we lapping it up or something. We not. Uh, no. Nope. Uh -huh. See, this was the part that was funny to me. Now, this is where whoever wrote this is uh, a comical genius, and he don't even know. That man said, "Hey, yes, you could, but we obey the traffic laws." Right? Because she was like, "I should have sat on his lap." People jump off a whole cliff. <laughs> And ain't alerted nobody. <laughs> but you gonna tell me we obey traffic laws? Better buckle up. <laughs> what? Yeah. And see, the thing is, they explain the ceremony to them, you know, afterwards, and they they let them know, like, you know, it's because nobody wants to be able. They want to be able to die with dignity. They want to control that, and also, you know, they don't want to be so old as to have other people take have to take care of them. And, uh, you know, how illness can, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that's why they go when they can, basically, at 70, 72, 73. Mm -hmm. um, which, like, okay. <laughs> Andrew, that's what y'all decide, I guess. Right. Um, it's like, what if you still got a whole lot of life in you? Like, Well, you know, I can imagine being raised in a culture like this is what we do. Mm -hmm. You do this to give back to your community to make sure, you know, <clears> that <throat> nobody has to shirk whatever they want to do or give up on whatever they have to do to take care of you in your elderly age. Mm. I still would I still would have had to question, even if that's what I grew up on. I still would have had to question like, I still can take care of myself. Like, why do I gotta go now? You might. You might not, yeah. right? Because it's such a different um, culture, especially with the right. whole communal thing. Like, America mm. is not really like that. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, so if you grow up that way, you might, you might hit you a little differently, you know, of course there are always, there are usually going to be somebody's going to question anyway, but you see how many people here don't question the things that we do or that we go through or put the blame on the wrong folks, the things that they go through. Yeah. You have a point. You have a point. And then when you question or go against what the community does, you end Mm -hmm. up dead anyway. So. Right. Dead or destitute. Yeah. No, I'm talking about so. in the movie shoot. You end up doing oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're there they do that and then oh gosh, what else? Oh right. So they light the they they actually burn them, right? They cremate the bodies. Mm-hmm. And you can see they dump the ashes uh at the base of this dead tree, right? So that's where they keep the ashes of everybody who's dead. Uh so of course, they're they're freaking out and like Danny's not sure if she wants to stay, you know. But everybody seems to like want to want her there. Everybody's so nice; they convince her to stay. They're you know trying to connect with her and all that kind of stuff. And uh, Christian is not like he does not even pretend it doesn't care really. Like <laughs> in my opinion, yeah. And uh, you know, uh, Josh is there. He's always got his notebook in his hand. He's taking notes on everything he sees. You know, asking questions, doing what you're supposed to do as an anthropologist in your thesis. Mm-hmm. And um, Christian has not thought of what his thesis is going to be. He doesn't know what he's going to do. He decides he's going to do the hard guy. He's basically just going to jump on Josh's idea mm-hmm. and do it himself. Yeah. And like you know, Josh is of course mad. Because right. he's done all this work and research right. to even get here. I would have been pissed. And now you just want to take his idea? Right. I would have been pissed. We would have had to fight. I don't, I don't care. We would have had to fight. See, this what I peeped in that. When they had that whole breakdown and how Josh broke that down to him, it's like, ever since grad school, I've been actually holding your weight because you don't care. Like, at all so i've been carrying you and you're gonna do the same shit you know i've been doing the research this is what i came out here for anyway so i got a shit lo- uh, load of research and then that's when you say we can con- uh, collaborate because you don't want to do shit mm-hmm. you just want to come in at the tail end and put your name on it mm-hmm. just like every other white man would prep. that's exactly what you want to do yeah yeah exactly and he gets mad at josh for telling him look the fact mm-hmm. like yeah. Facts. That's exactly what you did, but nigga, you wouldn't even worried about none of this. And now you like, oh, okay, well, I know my 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 big dog, my nigga, he got already, he got some shit already put up. Right. Well, I'ma just jump on his bandwagon and boom, we gonna yeah. we gonna uh, uh uh how they say we gonna uh uh, uh skyrocket right. the uh, stock market. You feel me? Right. Yeah. I was so like first I'm like let's collaborate, please stop. <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, he went to Pele and asked for permission first. Right, he went to Pele first. Yeah, and uh, Josh goes to Pele later, and Pele is kind of like, I don't want to be in this, which <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah, like this is not this is nothing to do with me. I, I'm gonna tell him what I told you. It's the same. Y'all do that between yourselves. <laughs> right, right. Y'all figure. I out. wouldn't need to be involved in that either. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I mean, I get, I get Pele's position, but that still, that was foul as hell. Like we would have had to fight. It was. We, yeah, I would, because like, okay, cool. Um, uh, too bad there's no cell, cell signal out there, of course, right? Mm-hmm. First thing you gotta do in every modern horror movie is kill the cell phone. Um, because yes. I would have been like, hello, Dean. <laughs> 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 I 
uh-uh. Right. Like, you spent all this time, prep, money, all that, just for you to just come on and backdoor me? CC to the entire department. Mm-hmm. Like... This is where you know oh oh and I hate to say it like that, but you know me, Lindsay. Um I'm sorry for doing this on a different podcast, but you know how I get down. <laughs> hey, I call white people out on that shit. The thing is, this what uh hit me harder uh, about that whole thing with Christian and Pele. They both they, excuse me, both huh? they both <laughs> knew that this dude was coming down here to do research on midsummer. They knew that. So even when Christian came to Pele and was like, this is what I want to do my thesis on, Pele should have been, nigga, you need to take that up with Josh. Yeah. I'm not fighting on until you talk to Josh about this shit. Yeah, you got a point. You got a point. But no, nah, he turned they around and was like, no, nah, you got to collaborate with Christian. Yeah. Because he came to me first. Man, you, well, he told you me, he's people. Like, I can ask the elders for you, and that's really all I can do. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to ask on Josh's behalf, not yours. Yeah, yeah, they definitely should have settled that before, before even coming out there because they everybody knew why Josh was coming out. Well, see, you know, Christian didn't have any ideas about what he wanted to do till he came out there, right? Exactly. Because like when they were discussing the trip, you know, Danny's like, "Well, maybe you can get some inspiration," you know, mm-hmm. since he didn't know what he wanted to do. And I don't know about you, but for me, travel usually helps. We have like some kind of epiphany usually <laughs> mm-hmm. about something, whatever. And so I could see, I can understand, like, oh yeah, I mean, you know, that could help me clear my mind, get a different space, so I can like actually figure out what it is that I want to do, not steal from my friend. Right, right, right. That's what I'm like, yeah, because yeah, it does. It inspires you. What it though, what it told him was, hey, shit, I could talk about this, and I ain't even got to do all of it at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just take it from him. Like that's yeah. what it is, man. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, they're there. So Josh is trying to get information about what they do and they're showing him like their sacred texts and everything. And they also tell him about this one kid they allowed to be inbred to be a messenger from the gods. Okay. Um, you know, cause they did, they did, they did earlier ask about, you know, what about incest? Cause this is a small community, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that is definitely a concern. Like, I don't know, like my dad grew up in a very small town, you know, um, in Missouri, and like, um, you have to be careful about dating your cousins. So you got to go out of town to date somebody right. else. You know, right. you can't date nobody in town because everybody, right? everybody's pretty much your family. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so I think that's, that, that's happened to uh, uh, <laughs> the majority of Midwest Black families. Yeah, you got know what I'm saying, or even out uh, down south Black families because my my pops is from uh. Greenville and Indiola, Mississippi, and they whole motto is, um, they say that's cousin, but they ain't that ain't blood. Hmm. Close enough. Let me go to a yeah. different town. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. They right over from the next town, but they could, yeah, y'all cousins, but y'all ain't blood. Right. I'm um, not even pulling with a play cousin. We're good. I'm, I'm going to go to the next town. Right. <laughs> We're not yeah, doing My it. dad went, because it was, oh no, I'm sorry, Arkansas, a college station. Yeah. So extremely, extremely tiny, but yeah. So fair question. And so they're showing him the books and everything. And he wants to know, like, can I take pictures of the books? And they're like, absolutely not. Under no circumstances can you take any photos of these books. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you know. Um, and then we see also see Mike, who is pissing on the tree where they put the ashes of their dead 
of their of their dead. Yeah. And I'm just like, and he's like, I didn't know. It's like you didn't think you could make me actually go a little further into the woods, right? Or, or I'm sure they have outhouses. I'm sure they have outhouses. So I'm like, I, yeah. I just figure, how big is your dick that you just feel like you could pull it out in front of everybody on a tree? Hello? There yeah. are people all around you. Right. Yeah. In broad daylight. It wasn't like he walked too far off. That nigga walked two feet and pulled his dick out. Because right. <laughs> that tree is right next to the little crematory. Right. <laughs> and I know you saw them burn the bodies. Man, look. It was in broad daylight in like just plain field. This is the only tree, and it's over to the side dead. Like you didn't even try. You just said I'm gonna, I'm just gonna piss, and that's just what it is. Like you He's ain't very, seen nobody else do no. anything of the sort since you've been there. You, see, you couldn't even ask, right? Like there's nothing about what's going on at this midsummer that would make you think that this is appropriate. But, you know, whenever you go to anybody's house, somebody's new culture or whatever, like, you don't just do things because you want to. And he's he's disrespectful the entire, like, even from the minute he gets there, like, when, especially, like, their first meal, like, when the elderly couple is having their last meal, he picks up his glass before anybody touches anything. Like, he's just going to start eating and drinking. I'm like, do you see anybody else doing that? Right. <laughs> right. Like, it you is know. mad disrespectful. <laughs> very like the yeah. whole thing and like um you know when the harvest see him and they get livid because i would be too because you're pissing on their graves literally. of their beloved ancestors right. like literally you know yeah. and um they they have a, a lunch after that and the guy who's mad at him is like giving him this death stare like he is not even eating he's just staring straight into his soul mm-hmm. and he's like i think he's gonna kill me i was like yeah i think you're right yeah. uh yeah <laughs> Like that was yeah. that was the smartest thing he thought the whole time in the movie. It was smart because it was and it was legit. Like I think they're gonna kill me. We need no real like now everything is making sense to you. This weird ass Somerville ass place where everybody got on white. Um, they they're they're literally white uh, 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 people. I just pissed on a grave. Somebody gonna hurt me like. <laughs> Somebody about to hurt that all of this is coming to him right then and there. Right. Yeah. Right. He has an epiphany. It's like, oh, there yeah. might be a consequence for my action? Yeah. Right. Huh. Right. So uh when they ask about, you know, the incest, they're told, you know, outsiders are brought into the commune for mating purposes to avoid incest. Right. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So later that night, Mark is lured away by the group by one of the female cargas and is murdered in wood. <laughs> you know. And that night, Josh sneaks out of bed and actually takes photos of the common sacred text that he had warned not to take photos of. You know, he is caught by the the harger that's inbred, and, they, and he's wearing Mark's skin. He's wearing Mark's face. And he, he, at first, Josh thinks he sees Mark, you know, of course. Right. Uh, but that's how he gets close enough to bludgeon him and drag him away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, just want to mention how um, fantastical 
And I yeah, I said fantastical. How fantastical the kill had to be. Where they kept his whole face, like the whole the, the hair and all. They just like pulled it off and surgical big face ass nigga. Like yeah. <laughs> the the way that you killed this, it, it had to be amazing. The way that you cure the skin, like I want you, they should have showed that. I told you, I'm a board person. I would love to see. You want to know about the process? Right? <laughs> I want to know how they did that so smooth because it wasn't no, it wasn't a tear, it wasn't a cut, it wasn't a. It, it was it, surgical. It was certain, man. Listen, <clears throat> somebody in there got the hands of God. <laughs> they got a new doctor in Miami, but they're in Sweden. Right, man. right, right. <laughs> Yeah, it reminded um, me of um, Leatherface, but yeah, yeah, like you said, they did a great job with skin in the face. It was incredible and creepy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all in the same. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I would have fell for it for about maybe a minute and a half. I would have been like, but that's Mark, about all he had, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, all I'd I need. Like, fuck no. Nah. You'd yeah. be like, Mark, Mark, why you look strange? Mark, oh, you did. Yeah, you know, you, you give down your blood. Like, like it doesn't take long. <laughs> right, right, right. And I knew it. As soon as he went back in there to take them pictures, I was like, "You're dead." Why did you do that? Right. You're an anthropologist. Hello, turn it on. Right. First of all, why do you? A think... black anthropologist, anyway. <laughs> I, I, you took it right out of my mouth. First of all, and you, you, you were the only black person here, so. Ooh. And of course, are watching you. Yeah. But this is what happens when you get too involved in white people shit. You start losing your spidey sense. <laughs> start behaving like a colonizer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And that should be like rule number one as an anthropologist. Like, you should not disrespect where you're going to. It research. absolutely is. Yeah. You're supposed to research. You're not, if they say no, then you say okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, move on. You figure things out. You you know you supposed to have photographic memory. Go sketch that shit yep. like something. Yep. But you do not take photos. That was so mad disrespectful. Like you deserve to die. And I hate to say like it. I, if, I, like I can't be mad if they killed you for this. Yeah. Like, right? yeah. You know. But yeah. I mean, you know, as a black anthropologist, you decide to go ahead and disrespect an indigenous culture and their religious texts. My and they got the upper hand. That's the killer part. They got the upper hand. You were out there all alone. Yeah. Like, you four hours away from any modern civilization. Is it worth it? No. That's, I, again, that's when you'll be around too many white people. And his mind, he said, my thesis is going to make me world famous. Okay. Mm-hmm. See that's, what, that's what over-the-top white people do. But and there's know, not even a cell signal out there, so it's not like he could send the pictures to anybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that uh, the thing is, why uh, what over the top white people went on that is because they have contingency plans when they walk up into a fucking place they don't know nothing about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they bring guns. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you, know, you did this, and you just like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a black ninja. Uh, this shit out. Yeah. In a room full of white folks, yeah, you're not doing nothing, bro. Especially mm-hmm. with their like their sacred texts. Yeah, and like, people don't just leave those unguarded. Yeah, absolutely. Like, right. You supposed, to, especially as a black person, because you self uh, self preservation is key. 
you yes. supposed to be like, at the end of the day, I want to leave here. Right. So I'm, so I'm not going to follow your rules until I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You think you think you're smarter than an average bear to go back at night for something as sacred as that? Like, no. Come on, dog. Like, Don't do it. Yeah. But I was happy he wasn't the first to die. <laughs> he was the first we saw die. No. The and elderly people, people killed him. Oh, though. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about like a murder. He was the first murder that we saw. Um, well, technically, no. The, 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 the first murder that we uh, seen was the parents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then oh, he wasn't God. even the second murder that we saw, because the second murder, technically, we saw was when they threw that little boy in the lake with that big-ass rock on. Huh? Yeah, remember the, the I whole think you scene? saw. I think you saw the longer cut. Uh, yeah, I seen the longer cut. Yeah, that's the scene that's not in this weird version. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they tossed the little boy in the lake to see how brave he is. What? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a cut scene. Big ass rock. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I think I heard about that one, but I just haven't seen it yet. Um, But yeah, that's a cut scene. So it wasn't in the, the version that we watched. Oh, okay. So where did you watch your version? Um, I watched it on, uh, I remember the first time I seen it, I seen it on Hulu. And then uh, now that I'm watching it, I told I'm watching it on my uh, on my uh, bully, my uh, blitz. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's worse. <laughs> it, well, it gives a little bit like more definitive things, and like I think there's another scene that's like a a nighttime scene, um, but it like shows you kind of. I, I think there's like more with like Simon and um, Connie. I think there's another scene with them or something mm. that's not in this one. But I haven't really seen all those, so I can't really say for sure. Um, so they're also like being drugged frequently. <laughs> yes, they're super high. This yeah, is the whole know. thing in a nutshell. These niggas is super. Even yeah. Danny, Danny is self medicating every night, getting old boy sleeping pills. Right, right. Because mm-hmm. she's having she's having nightmares where she's seeing her family in place of the Hargis who had jumped off the cliff and everything, and like. You know, she's having this other one, this abandonment nightmare where all of them leave in the car and leave her there. And, like, exhaust comes out of the tailpipe and out of her mouth and everything. Like, so she's, of course, still going through her trauma because uh, it's been, what, two or three weeks since everybody died in her family? Yeah. Um, so the following day, they take this, another hallucinogenic tea, right? And uh, Danny is a part of this Maypole competition, right? And so this is where they, I don't know, because they, they did maple things here when my mom was a kid. So, like, you dance around a pole and you wrap this ribbon around it and people wear flowers and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. For the first year of spring, something like that. And so this one is, like, uh, based on an old folk legend of theirs where the dark one came and, like, made them dance until they died. So now they dance until they decide to fall down, right? Mm-hmm. So it's... Kind of like uh, musical chairs. No, it's not really. reminding me of. Because the last person standing. The last person. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> so they all take this hallucinogenic tea and they're asking, like, well, what is this? They're like, it's spring water with special properties. Eh. Okay. That shit looked like um, a bowel movement after you eat Chipotle. It'll. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, your bowel movement after Chipotle is crazy. Girl, maybe you shouldn't be eating Chipotle. Well, right. I put everything in my bowl now. And then it's with the corn and all. 
Maybe Chipotle just ain't so, so, girl. So that's why your yo yo uh that's why your bowel movements after that look like Chardonnay with uh, lemon pepper in it. Like that was like dandelion tea. I don't know why yeah. that looked like that. That when they was mashing it up, I was like Those were dandelions, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That shit looks dandelion gross. tea is a real thing, by the way. Oh, I'm I'm cool. Yeah, people actually. Yeah, I've, I've actually uh, uh, eaten dandelions over uh, over uh, mm-hmm. one of my homeboys' house. Mm-hmm. You can cook them like grains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's now they won't. They won't make you hallucinate like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so they added. They added. Cook them right. They don't taste bad. They they don't they taste like grains, grass. but they don't taste like grass either. Yeah. So what they taste like? Dandelions. Like yeah, it's like uh, it's like right before greens. And raw. You have to try it. Yeah. Um, but so they, they take this hallucinogenic. It's like I love how they do like backgrounds where the backgrounds are kind of like they're breathing and moving and shifting. And one of the things that Danny always sees when she's taking this, this hallucinogens is like the ground growing into her, right? Mm-hmm. So like first time she sees grass coming into her hand, like she's part of the earth and the earth is part of her. And she sees it again when they're about to do this dance competition. And so they they just dance and they switch up and like you just dance until the last person is standing and then that person is May Queen. So Danny wins. Mm-hmm. She's a May Queen. She gets this extra big flower uh, crown and she gets to sit at the head of the table and they try to make her eat this raw salt fish for good luck. That was still moving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the part that had me like <laughs> I mean, they could have pasted it because they they, they kind of shoved it in there like it was a dirty, uh, nasty movie. It was just like, <laughs> you got to see if you can swallow it whole. Like, what? <laughs> can I get a smaller one at least? You know, <laughs> it doesn't have to be alive. Can we throw it You're walking around with the mandingo of fish. And, <laughs> and you're trying to shove it down this young lady's throat, sir. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the anchovy or something, maybe? Right. You know, I really like anchovies. On pizza? I just eat it. Disgusting. Disgusting. Because it's very salty. They are very salty. That's why I don't like them. I like sardines. I do not like anchovies. Mm. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So at the same time, um, Christian is sitting towards the side where all the spectators are like watching the dance, right? And Danny wins. She looks at him. You know, she's happy. She's won. Everybody's doing this, which is like sign language for clapping, mm-hmm. applause. And uh, Danny's not Danny, but Christian's not even looking at her. He don't even notice. He does not care. Yeah, because he got drugged again. Well, he gets drugged right after that. I and he got this, drugged while he was watching the dance. He well, he did, but it was right after she won. Oh, this lady okay. comes to him and like she brings him the drink, and he's like, "What is?" That's when she's like, "Spring water, special properties," and she drinks it. So, again, do not take candy from strangers. Um, and so now he's drugged, and they lead him into one of their buildings, and everybody's naked. Ari Aster loves naked people in his movies, it seems like. There's a lot of uh, naked people in Hereditary. And uh, in this one, you have this scene here. And so he's led to this girl who's had her eye on him this whole time. And the girl did exactly what we saw in the painting with the pubic hair and the menstrual blood. And like, you can see it when they had all sat down to eat one day, like his drink was darker than everybody else's. Mm -hmm. 
And at one point he's eating, he's like, is this a hair? My food? Right. And, and uh, like, it's a pube. Yeah. Oh, Mike, I cannot understand this. Anyway. Um, I the same thing, Mike. Don't I'm being like, that. that's a pube, bro. Yeah, it's a health code violation. <laughs> doing. Yeah, um, yeah, you gotta go. we, we can't eat this shit. But I saw, Lindsay, you had tweeted, like, is this like burying your underwear in the yard? You know, which is something I've heard of before. You know, if you have an object of your affection and you're trying to like make them think about you or whatever, bury your underwear in their yard. I've also heard about like the menstrual blood and pubic hair thing as well in the food. Yes, I've heard yeah. about the um, menstrual blood and spaghetti. Yes, yeah. that's what I was about to say. Come on, we out from the Midwest, and then again, like I said, I'm I got country roots. My country roots is in in Mississippi, which is <coughs> territory. And it was, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I know about the whole um, uh, uh, menstrual blood and spaghetti. I they know said about they put a root on you. You said what? They said they put a root on you. Yeah. yeah, they put the root on you. I know about burying your drawers. I also know about, um, I, I, I never known about eating a pubic hair, but I've had, uh, I uh, do uh, remember my uh, grandma saying, you know, they'll put a pubic hair in this brush. Mm. So you stay on your mind. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. So you know, he's taking he's taking the baits. Uh, you know, <laughs> he didn't know it was being fed to him. Uh so really this scene where he's like having sex with this woman is really a rape scene, to be honest. Uh because being rape. Christian. Okay. Because he's drugged up. Yeah. Okay. You can't give consent when you're drugged up like that. Right. I agree. He don't even really know he's drugged up. You know, no it wasn't way. like they said, yeah. "Hey, take this drug." You know, when they gave it to him, she said, "Um, it will." What she say to keep you open or like keep you from resisting or something like that. It, like it, it'll lower your defenses. Lower your defenses mm-hmm. exactly. So yeah, and so it's like him and the girl, which is uh, Paley's like, "Oh, this is my sister Maya." And so she just got her, what he said, he just got her pants license, which is basically like she's at the yeah. age to allow her to have sex. I thought pants license was hilarious. He's like, do you got? Do you get a card? Do you, is there a DMV you go to? Right. Take a picture? Pants license department. Right. Right. <laughs> it expire. He, he, he said when he said it the first time, he said something in Sweden, and then he did yeah. the pants license. So it sounded almost alien. He was like, yeah, she yeah. got her Man. Yeah, no, Swedish is a very strange sounding language to our ears. Yeah, and I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, so that allows her to get her pants license. I'm like, first of all, what the fuck is blah, blah, blah? Like, what is <laughs> what is the Cleon shit that you just told me? Even looking at the captions, like, I saw what he said, but I could not repeat On the it. Captions, from, like, it's, it's, the it's, captions. It said some bullshit. I was looking at the captions. <laughs> it said, like, B-L-Z-Y-P-C-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-
so at one point, one of the older ladies actually like is like pushing his body. Yeah. Like get in there. <laughs> like right. oh god. Right. And then when she reached for that other that older lady, and she went down to her hand and started like ooing and on with her. Yeah. I was yeah. like, is that her mom? Like. Uh, well, weird. the thing is, because like uh, we also see. Um, like when one when their first day is there, like when Christian's like trying to give her that slice of birthday cake, mm-hmm. and he cannot light the candle, like, yeah. right? <laughs> but behind them, there's a bunch of women with this baby, right? Mm-hmm. So um, they have a, a meal later on, and the girl holding the baby explains to her that the mom is off on her pilgrimage, and this helps her separate from the baby because they all raise the children together. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So it it could have been a mom figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that baby knew something was wrong, though. That baby cried like a mother. Baby crying all night long. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause them babies be knowing when something ain't right. <laughs> Shoot. I will. The baby's crying because ain't nobody picking a goddamn baby up. They left this baby in the crib and then they just all just walked away with the sleep. Yeah, baby's crying because the baby up. You don't know if I'm wet. You don't know if I'm hungry. You, don't know. you niggas just sleep. Right. <laughs> and how do you sleep through that? I was like, man, that's what I was saying. Like, how do y'all go to bed? Right. <laughs> get the baby. Like, and what happens if you tend to the baby? Like, what happens if you wake up to everybody like? Shame you like shame. You worried about this bitch ass baby. Like, what, what? <laughs> I don't even know. I was like, nobody, because I would have, like, as Danny, I would have been like, let me go see about the damn baby. <laughs> right, right. What does he need, you know? Because I couldn't do it. Like, I'm if I'm laying there and I, I'm like, man, listen, I'm about to check on the baby, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, not even if it wasn't my baby, I could not. Yeah, like, I don't care if it ain't my baby. Yeah, I'm about to exactly. go check on the baby. This baby exactly. been crying since 1 p.m. Right. It is 7 30 in the evening. Like, like baby baby. And baby ain't calm down, ain't horse, ain't trying to go to bed. Right. Nothing. Uh-uh. You went to sleep, the baby is crying. You woke up, then the baby is still crying. What is happening? Right. Like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, boy, this baby is going to be, ooh, that baby is going to be so to himself. He ain't going to want no touches, no nothing. Don't even be around him. Mm-hmm. So, um, while this is happening to Christian, uh, Danny is, uh, she's gotten this, she's been in this carriage ride for to be the May Queen around the village, you know, and they're going to go and have this meeting with just the queens and she's going to be blessed. And she hears like all this stuff going on, like where Christian is. And she was like, well, what's going on over there? And they're like, oh, that's not for us. And she's like, mm. and she like yeah. goes, she goes and looks like through the keyhole, basically. And she sees what's going on. And of course, she's like, she's, Heartbroken, mm-hmm. yeah. She does. She has no idea Christian's been drugged and that his food has been tainted and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she just she sees just, the act, right? She just sees the act, and so at this point, she's pretty much heartbroken, <laughs> completely, and she runs away and is crying, and you know, I mean, all this on top of the death of all of her family, you know, and she sees this betrayal, what she thinks of as a betrayal. And uh, she starts, she breaks down because who wouldn't? And um, all the women who were with her cry with her, mm-hmm. right? So they're sharing the pain together with her, uh, which is something new for Danny because throughout the movie, you see whenever she's crying or feels like she's going to cry, she leaves and is alone. Like nobody goes to check up on her or anything. 
she just goes, she just has to, she goes and cries by herself. There's no one to share her pain with until this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can imagine that'd be a very powerful experience for her. So um, after Christian's finished, right? The girl's like, I can feel the baby or whatever. Girl, please. Um, and he he's confused and scared, right? And he like runs out and he's trying to find somebody, you know. And he sees like the foot of Josh coming out of the ground. That there's rune carved into the soul. Um, you know, he he can't. What is it? Um, he hears Danny and them like crying all together, and he's like, "Well, I don't want to go in there." Right. And <laughs> you know, he doesn't know where to go. He's naked. It also looks like he's a little bloody down there. Maybe she was a virgin. Yep. Mm, yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, she was definitely a virgin. She, she was, was a virgin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, remember, she just got her yeah. license. She was like, oh. yeah, Her brother just said, hey, um, she turned 15. She got her block, Levi. And oh, then, I didn't hear the part where he said her age. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because he's definitely like 23. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the final ceremony, they the leaders explained to Danny that the <clears throat> commune must offer nine human sacrifices to purge the place and protect it from evil. Uh, so the first four, Mark, Josh, Simon, and Connie, were outsiders uh, lured to them by Pele and Ingmar, who is Pele's friend mm-hmm. he was talking about. And so we find out what happens to Simon because while Krishna is out here running around, he runs into this shack and you see Simon's body. And it can kind of be hard to recognize it was him uh, because he has like these flowers in his eyes. Right. It was a dead um, giveaway because of the hair. Right. Right. I was like, you would only be able to tell by the hair. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, they have taken his lungs out of his body and have him suspended from the ceiling. Yeah. And he is still breathing. Still fucking breathing. I was like, this is fucked up. Yeah. It's very, you know, we don't see what happens to Connie, but who rest in peace? This, that's when it gets supernatural. <laughs> you know. And uh, so the next four victims, you know, there are the two elders. Um, uh, and there, she also has to choose between Ingmar and or one of the one of them and uh Christian, right? And so <laughs> she she gets to choose, right? And of course she chooses Christian, right? <laughs> and so they they immobilize him, right? They give him this paralyzing agent where he cannot speak or move. And they stuff him into the body of a bear. And we saw this bear when they first came in, the bear was in the cage. And Mark says the only smart thing, which is, are we not going to talk about the bear? Right. It's a bear. And they're like, they're like it's a bear. Mm-hmm. No, that's not satisfactory. Right. <laughs> that's not satisfactory. I right. know it's a bear. Why do you have a bear in a cage? Right. You know. So they stuff him into the brown bear's body. They put him inside the temple with all the other sacrifices. You can see how gruesome they look and like how their deaths were and stuff like that. Just like, ugh. Ugh. You know, Krishna is still alive, but he's paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And they set it on fire. They set the whole structure on fire. Yeah, and then the two tributes are in there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the whole community screams like, 
they're kind of mimicking the pain that Christian must be going through being set on fire alive. Mm -hmm. And uh, this whole time, Danny's looking very despondent and sad, uh, you know, kind of out of it a little bit because she's probably still drugged too. Mm -hmm. Um, But eventually she starts to smile. Yeah. Yep, and the queen has the last laugh. (laughs) You, You can't be surprised when you uh, play with people like that and then you take them to a commune and they drink the goddamn Kool-Aid. Like, literally. <laughs> well, so, um, yeah. So, remember back the um, earlier in the movie when the guy uh, brought the two people from the UK and remember how he explained them? He was just like, you know, well, we dated and now she's dating him. And the mm-hmm. girl was like, yeah, we went on one date and I wouldn't even consider that a date. And yeah. the other two are engaged. Yeah. So I feel like he brought them there on purpose just because he wanted them to die. Well, I think he brought them on there on purpose to be sacrifices. I don't think he cared about them being together. Because that kind of community, like the whole communal aspect, nobody, mm-hmm. like even your children don't really belong to you. They yeah. belong to the whole community. I would be really surprised if they, if he would care about that. Yeah, he really did. He was on a pilgrimage. And so those are the people that he connected with on that pilgrimage. So you bring them back. That's just the whole thing of the, like, when I was paying attention to it, um, it took the second time that I was watching it um, um, when I was listening to them talk. And so I realized, like, that's what they were doing. From 18 to 36, they go on a pilgrimage. And a, a pilgrimage is you just finding like-minded individuals. And then you're just bringing them back. Yeah. You're bringing them back either to be a sacrifice or to join the community. Yes, yeah, e- either way, it doesn't matter because mm. you connect. With them. So you're going to you're gonna connect with their death on top of if they don't die, you're going to connect with, the, with them living. But you're going to connect either way. So he wasn't doing it out of spite. He was actually nah. doing it because he thought highly of it. Highly enough. Yeah, highly. Yeah, you you see how um one of the elders was crying over that tree. They speak highly of the dead. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. revered. So, um, but you one thing people don't talk about in this movie mm-hmm. that uh, I'm glad you brought up, Lily, is how white everything is. Right, mm-hmm. all of the characters of color die. The mm-hmm. only character that's even kept is blonde. Right. Yeah. And there's nobody in the community of color at all. None. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about Sweden, like Sweden is has is has very international places. Like Stockholm is a very international city. Okay. Because that's what I was I had started to look up Sweden, but then I did something else. Because I was just like, what is the demographic there? Like they can't possibly have that many black folks there, but if it's um very international, then okay. But I, I mean, I did look up to see where they filmed it, and yeah, they did film it in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> she wasn't Tina uh, Tina Turner before she died. When she married some yeah, she married a Swedish dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. she became a citizen actually. Yeah, she was a Swedish citizen. So mm-hmm. yeah, they don't. Yeah, it it ain't like that up there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Except for this uh colony. Right. <laughs> right. For for this like commune, right? Right. 
everything is very white. Um, I don't know how much, excuse me, I don't know how much uh, Ari Aster planned on that. Because it's not like really, they don't really talk about it. It's not like really pointed out. Mm. Like, to me, if I was like in Josh's position, I'd be like, huh, okay, nobody else has any melanin. All right. Yeah. 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 That would have been the first thing I look at. Right, right, right. It's kind of like, it's kind of like ignored. Yeah, it's kind of ignored. So that's the thing that makes me wonder, like, if they plan that or not. Yeah, because that see, this the uh, for me, I feel like you know, um, whoever made this was trying to make a statement in that, mm-hmm. um, and I think it went over a lot of people's heads. Yeah, I agree, it did. You rarely hear anybody ever bring it up, yeah, but yeah, so, um, Lindsay, I'm glad that you did not have to walk out, yes, I did not. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't have to force yourself to like, you couldn't eat anymore. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, and I will also say this: for it to be a two and a half hour long movie, it did yeah. not feel like it. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Because I know I paused it with an hour left to go, and I was shocked that I was an hour and a half. Because mm-hmm. so. they they moved through like the first the inciting events really really quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they spend all the time like on the commune. Mm-hmm. So for maybe like the first 15, maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Yeah. So they really want to get into it right away, which is great. Yeah. And then another thing I noticed, because remember when um Pele was talking to Danny about um about his uh parents, and he was mm-hmm. like, Oh, they died in a fire. I think they mm-hmm. died in that building. As part of the sacrifices. Yeah. yeah, they were they were a tribute. They were yes. a tribute, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. <clears throat> I agree. Yeah, yeah. And then with the whole community aspect of taking care of the kids, he was eight, so the the mm-hmm. community took care of him from that point forward. Exactly, because yeah. he said, "I never felt lost mm-hmm. after he lost his parents yeah. because he had the community who was there for him." Right, right. Which would make her all the more right. better to stay there and be that queen and all that because she right. that, she has that sense of family. Mm-hmm. And she's lost. Yeah. She's, she's lost her family. Yeah, you know she doesn't really have anyone to lean on mm-hmm. at all, right? And because she actually has this conversation with her friend on the phone, like after she gets that email from her sister, and she she's talking to Christian about it. She's like, I don't know if I'm just being too much or whatever. You know, if I'm leaning on him too much. And her friend's like, That's what he's there for. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't like some yeah. kind of petty concern. Like yeah. this isn't something trivial. Right, right. But she, she should be able to be there. Right. She knew she knew the relationship wasn't right. Yeah, yeah, she did, but she was trying to keep it, you know. Right. She was still in it, still trying to be in it, and Christian wasn't. Mm-hmm. Right. You right. know, because you can see that she does so many things to try and keep the peace, uh, to try and you know make sure things aren't difficult for somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to keep that group dynamic together, even though she's the one in the most pain right now. She still feels like it's her responsibility to do this, do this, and people just let her. Yeah. Yep. Just let her. So. Mm. I don't know, but I mean, I will say, I mean, even though it was a weird ass movie, I, uh, <laughs> I, I will say that it was, it, <clears throat> it went by, it went by pretty well. Like the pacing was pretty smooth, mm-hmm. and 
I can say I I pretty much enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely say, well, watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe just watch the videos that are like, here are the things you missed, blah, blah, blah. Explain the ending and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Because there is one point where there's actually like a face in the trees and things like that. Mm. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of Easter eggs. hmm Yeah. And I, I just love those. I think they make it they make for great rewatching. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, they were they filmed in the United States, they filmed in Sweden. Like apparently the shoot was really, really hot. And they had like 100, 120 extras. There were problems on set with like wasps, apparently. There were major issues. Because mm. they're filming in summer. So I can imagine. Oh yeah. god, I hate wasps so much. Yeah, I got stung by one when I was a kid. So I don't. I don't That's think. enough. Yeah. yeah. By one. Yeah, on my on my pinky finger. Oh wow. Mhm. Yeah. Yep. Do you have any um takeaways from the movie, Lily? Uh, my takeaway was um the drug part, um because a lot of people are gonna look at it and be like, you know, like um. I just said a lot. Uh, the whole time they been, they was drugged and they, and and um, the movie. But the thing that uh, set aside for me was um, every time she was drugged, she felt one with the community. Mm-hmm. When everybody else was drugged, they were just going through uh, whatever paranoia. Mm-hmm. They, 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 like that's how you can tell that they were they weren't meant to be in that community. Mm-hmm. Like even when Chris when they were sitting at the table. And he was like, what's going on? And dude just smacked his hands. And like you seen, it was a barrier between him and everybody else. And everything started getting muffled. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't a part of the community. And you know what I'm it saying? Was like he was under hypnosis or, you know. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to be there. That was the whole thing. That's why he was a sacrifice, because he, he couldn't get he couldn't get with the community. Mm-hmm. And I mean, after they got, you know, his seed, they didn't need him anymore. Yeah. 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 That was all. Yeah, that was the whole thing. It, it would have been different if he would have actually like when that man would have clapped and like that barrier would have been broken. I think it would have been totally different. But you seen it was still a barrier. Like if you pay attention to it, yeah. it was still a barrier around <laughs> him and everything was muffled to him, so he couldn't understand nothing. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, yeah, that's why they didn't clap. That's why they did this. Yeah, you clap, you get in and out. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, like you're saying, it definitely contrasts with when Danny's taking the substances and she sees like the earth, like she feels like she's connected to the earth around her. Yeah, I, w- I was I was peeping at about the that everybody being uh drugged and shit and everybody getting high. And I was looking like you can tell how certain people's reaction was, but hers was always intertwined with the what whatever was around her. Mm-hmm. So that was just about yeah, that was about takeaway, like you know, and watching it, um, like y'all said, it's one of those movies where you uh you're gonna have to watch a couple of times to actually get it. Um, the first time I watched it, I didn't really trip on how trippy the drugs was for them. And then when I watched it today, I started really tripping on how trippy the drugs was for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and the drugs were shit like, and if you even pay attention to certain scenes, um, certain scenes. For them, everything was like distorted. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, especially when they sat down to eat after she became queen, like some of the food was like moving yeah. on and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But they had they had some really cool shots. Yeah, really. I mean, the cinematography in the movie is amazing. Yeah. Um, everything is like I I love like he took the you know because usually horror movies are like at dark at mm-hmm. night you know cloudy rainy all that kind of stuff. This one is all daylight, lots of daylight, you mm-hmm. know, lots of flowers and greenery and everything, you know. So I I like you know horror doesn't just have to happen at night, right? Right. Um, and so it doesn't rely on things like jump scares. Mm-hmm. You can't really do too many jump scares in the daytime. And yeah, um, yeah. so I like that as well, especially because a lot of times jump scares are telegraphed and I hate that. How are you going to jump and scare me if I know you're about to jump and scare me? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, they use like 10,000 silk flowers for the May Queen dress. 10,000. And I was purchased. Oh, really big. Yeah. yeah, it was purchased for sixty five thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the budget was like nine million. Yeah. And it made like forty eight. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it was it was a big hit. Mm-hmm. You know, which is I mean, again, for a two and a half hour long movie. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 That probably was the biggest part of the budget right there. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. So hopefully people get paid on the back end. We don't know. <laughs> but you know, SAG AFTRA, keep striking, get your money because these folks are crazy out here. Right. They're making $48 million and people don't have enough to get health care. Right. Are you kidding? Right. right. It's, it's crazy. It's a crazy game out here. Mm-hmm. Making you sign contracts and say crazy stuff like if anybody was to use your name in the universe, it will come back to the company. Like, what the fuck does that? What? Okay. Right. Your mm-hmm. image and your voice are ours forever. Are you kidding? Yeah, like, are you? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. All right, Lindsay. So you want to go over our rating system? Yes. So our rating system is one movie real trash AF, two it exists, three entertaining, four great, and five a true classic. So to our guest Lily today, what say you? What say me? Um, the more and more you watch this, the more and more you will uh, you will like this movie. It is one of those where the first time you watch it, if the, um, most of the things definitely go over your head. But if um, you're intrigued by suspenseful movies, you're gonna watch it again. And the more and more you watch it, you're gonna like it. It's it's gonna end up uh, being great for me. It's not legendary. I will give it um, a three and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, Maria. I would give it a four. I would say it's great. You know, um, for all the reasons we talked about, honestly. And I I watched it the first time at a screening, right? Mm-hmm. So that was back in 2019. And I watched it again today for the second time ever. And I had not forgotten any of it. Mm, okay. um, and it was definitely, I liked it more this time than I did the first time. And I liked it then. So it definitely uh, has a richer experience upon repeat viewing, which is rare for any any movie, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> in my opinion. Um, I, I really like it. You definitely see more. The actors are really doing all the, everything they can, right? They're pulling it off. Um, yes, they you're, were. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna feel something. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> either you hate them or whatever. 
um, is interesting because uh, it's definitely not, not not your typical kind of horror film, mm-hmm. right? And um, you know, you can see different things every time. That's a treat. So yeah. Okay. Um, I would give it three. It's definitely mm-hmm. entertaining. Why would you give it a three, Lindsay? <clears throat> well. Like I said, it's entertaining. It it does pace very well, especially given the fact that it's two and a half hours. Um, mm-hmm. It's something different, something that we're not um, used to seeing that they've done with this movie, and it's still being a horror movie. It's still some weird, scary shit, <laughs> you know. So um, yeah, I thought you were like, this movie is so weird, right? Right, like my last tweet about it was weird ass movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definite it's definitely a weird movie, but I mean I was I was in it the whole time. So yeah, yeah, yeah it it definitely entertained me. So Yeah. I I think there's definitely like a bit of a learning curve for some of the things they're doing in this movie. If you're not familiar with like runes or maybe some European culture or whatever I can see how it could be like what the heck yeah, is right. like what like, right. yeah. that's why I was like, like one of my tweets was like Sweden ain't got to worry yeah. about me yeah like, yeah no ma'am that's not the real Sweden we gotta go to Sweden <laughs> we y'all you can just stay in Stockholm right just don't go to the country right. yeah just yeah I don't know I have yeah. to do a little bit more research yeah i think yeah that could be potentially like isolating some folks i can see that for real because yeah. it, even like when i saw it the first time i was like huh? like huh? Right. like i'm familiar with some of these things but these other things i definitely had to go watch youtube videos for mm-hmm. yeah yeah i was seeing that they it is some type of thing that they pulled it from Mm-hmm. But if that actually does happen, I mean, obviously it doesn't go as extreme. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was just like, wait a minute. So this didn't just come from somebody's imagination. Like they they were inspired. So well, I know yeah. Ari Aster said he also partially wrote it about a bad relationship. Yeah. Mm. So that was also part of the inspiration. Right. right. Did you think this was? scarier than uh the witch or did you think the witch was more frightening for you um probably the witch yeah yeah have you seen the witch lily yes yeah what did you think uh well definitely the witch is scarier yeah Yeah. okay because it had more uh more in your face scares Mm -hmm. um than uh midsummer so that's why but other than that like nah it's not because you know it which was kind of predictable mm-hmm. you know midsummer is more like i said is uh um they got it under horror but it's just more uh thriller suspense for me i can see that because yeah. it's a lot about disorienting and like you know, you're an outsider to this community as well. So, like, when all that, when the, when they're doing like all this screaming and stuff, you're like, "What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Why are they doing this?" Yeah. You know, so it's very hard to try and figure out what might happen next. Yeah, like, <clears throat> like there were certain things that were predictable, um, but the way that it happened, like you know that you know what the end result was going to be, but the way yeah. it happened and the way you found out was like, "Whoa, wait a minute." Y'all are legit weird here. 
<laughs> you know, so like y'all on a whole nother level of weird. So, so yeah, um, I think that's where the the surprising part came about, and then the scary mm-hmm. part about it is that this ain't like a situation that you may not end up in. Like, I can definitely see these people ending up in this situation, and then there's no way that you can get help. Like, you you're just there. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think the the realism the realism of it mm-hmm. is the scariest part about it. Yeah, it was really it made it it made it grounded the movie and helped it feel like real, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Would you recommend this movie? Um. Yeah, I would recommend it. <clears throat> I'm sure Lily would recommend it. Yeah. Lily, you, you are muted, you. you muted, Lily. Uh, he's just chatting away. You're you're on mute. You're on mute. <laughs> you're on mute. I'm muted. I don't know why I did that. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I will say is I'm gonna piggyback off what y'all said uh, earlier. Like, yeah, um, realistic make people uh, scared about Sweden. You know, it's, it's probably a gang of people, uh, Swedish people in college right now getting shunned because of this movie. Because <laughs> they don't want to go through a midsummer. You ask y'all got me fucked up. I know what type of shit I'll be on. Right, right. <laughs> like I would <laughs> never travel to your hometown. Absolutely not. Trying to be cool right now, and everybody like, nah, fuck you, dog. Right. What you doing this summer? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I am not going nowhere near your hometown. They got it's gonna have people worried, but. <laughs> Um, I would recommend this, like, uh, just one of, I'm, I'm just one of those, uh, people that will say, Hey, you know, uh, just to watch a movie, you know what I'm saying? To see where you're at, you know what I'm saying? Where your head is and what your entertainment is. And like, you know, continue to watch certain things. Like, like, uh, that's how I did was like Sling Blade. I always tell people watch Sling Blade. And then when they be like, I don't get it. I watch them with it. I watch it. Uh, excuse me. I watch it with them. And then I, I be explaining and stuff. And they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So, <clears throat> what do we got for next time? Next week, we are traveling to the world of Tubi again. And <laughs> we are going to watch. Tubi. Uh, what is the movie called? Uh, Everything is both. Um, is Didn't you talk about this one before? I did tell you about this one. Um, this is the one with um, Jason Mitchell. Okay. Yeah. So. <sighs> yeah. So we we will be watching everything is both. Okay. And yeah, it would be interesting to get your thoughts on it because. Uh, yeah. I, I will give them to you. Yeah. all right so um lily where can we find you on your socials uh you can catch me on my socials at uh official parker bros on instagram uh troy hughes 82 on instagram uh shoot uh lily 6860 on um snapchat um, what else? I think that's about it. What's your Twitter? 
Oh, Twitter. Twitter is uh, B period, uh, uh, um, capital B period, Blaze82. Yeah. Be Blaze eighty two. Be Blaze eighty two. I'm a. Uh, it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, um, the reason why that that the name is what it is is because I used to love uh Method Man's uh uh persona when he used to say Johnny Blaze. Mm -hmm. So uh, and my years of being a rapper, um, my um uh, my uh my hood name, what everybody calls me, is Burger. Don't ask me why they call me Burger, but. <laughs> I used to uh, I used to moniker when I got like when I thought I got a real lyrical I used to moniker my uh, moniker off of that and I used to call myself Burger Blaze, so that's where that Ooh, came from. Um, and I made eighty two bars and it was so so it was Burger Blaze eighty two. I used to do mixtapes all that shit back then and like I really stuck to that and and it's and it's there to this day. Um, right. I'm sorry I had to do that rant with y'all, but I always just like, <laughs> my, my Twitter name. Is no, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Where can they find you, Lindsay? You can find me everywhere at um, <clears throat> excuse me, at um, L underscore Renell. That's L underscore R A N E L L E, and um, also on my other podcast, which is with Lily, and it's the Ish We Talk. Mm -hmm. So, where can we find you, Maria? You can find me everywhere. I'm pretty much if I'm on social media, you're gonna find me on social media at Valor More Dollars. That's V A L A R M O R Dollars. I'm also on another podcast with five other Black women where we talk about needy, needy, nerdy, geeky <laughs> pop culture things <laughs> called Nerdgasm Noir. So you can check me out there too. Cool, cool. And um, we want to thank Lily again for yes um, for coming by. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm appreciative of y'all allowing me to be on here uh, to just be me. So talk yeah. about movies. I've up. enjoyed you. Thank you for joining for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's dope. I was trying my best uh, to keep it uh, to keep it uh, low because I know how raunchy I am, and I'll be watching <laughs> y'all. And I'm like, she ain't raunchy, like so. <laughs> No problem, no yeah, problem. You did, you did a good job. It's fine. You're all yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> I was keeping it on the leash. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it cool because, like, you know, your stream is your stream, so I ain't gonna get, I ain't gonna go too far. See, when you come to somebody's house, you don't piss on their trees. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was not trying to piss on your tree. You feel? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So this was episode 37 mm -hmm. of Roomies yes, Reviewing Movies. And we will see you guys on episode 38. Yes. Bye, Roomies. Bye. See you next time. Exactly. Yes. This is thumbs up.